Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crushing Real Estate with Brian Pham, where we interview real estate professionals around the industry. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and leave a very positive review. We release an episode every single Sunday, so stay tuned. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Crushing It in Real Estate. This week we have Mr. Travis Smith. Travis is the founder and CEO of TribeVest. Travis, welcome to the show. Brian, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Definitely. We're super excited to have you here. Can you start out with introducing yourself real quick? You bet. Yeah, Travis Smith, founder and CEO of TribeVest. And TribeVest is a collaboration and banking platform designed for investor groups. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine most of our tribes, most of our investor groups on our platform are there to do real estate together. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, just um, can't wait to tell you, tell you more about it and, and uh, have a good conversation here with you. Definitely, man. So how does TribeVest work? Can you walk us through that? The mobile, like the application is a website, is a mobile app. Like how can we find more about it? Well, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a uh, web app and mm -hmm. soon to be a uh, mobile, mobile app coming, coming soon. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, all accessed online and it, it walks you through um, the assembly, the uh, alignment, mm -hmm. uh, the, the funding together, being able to set capital aside with each other and commit to each other mm -hmm. and uh, ultimately form formalize an investor group, form an LLC mm -hmm. operating agreement, open up a business banking account mm -hmm. and start to do business together. And it's probably, you know, it's probably worthwhile sharing with you a little bit of where this all comes from. Mm -hmm. um, my resume includes you know, working uh, for Morgan Stanley, I graduated in finance, uh, was a financial advisor, and quickly realized that my mission and my, my thought, my mission in life was to help people build wealth, mm -hmm. and realized that being in uh, stock market and uh, Wall Street was not how to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, and anyway, through, throughout my career, I've been in software and fintech, mm -hmm. um, but really the, 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 the origins of TribeVest really were in parallel to my professional career. Mm -hmm. um, 12 years ago, just around the last financial crisis, my brothers and I were on a fishing trip, one that we couldn't afford. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, we, we wanted to break into real estate. We wanted to build wealth, find financial freedom, and we, we saw real estate as a way to hack wealth without having to give up our day jobs. Mm -hmm. But as, as anybody that's getting into real estate or has gotten into real estate knows, you, you need capital. Mm -hmm. You need lump sums of money that, quite frankly, we didn't have. Mm -hmm. uh, we had good jobs, uh, but we didn't, we didn't have the, that lump sum of money. So mm -hmm. finally, uh, yeah, over a few beers, we said, listen, let's stop talking about this real estate deal and that real estate deal and let's solve, let's solve the capital, lack of capital problem. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, we each agreed to a $500 a month manageable monthly contribution. So there's mm -hmm. four of us. That's $2,000 a month, $24,000 a year. And within the first year, we had our first deal. Wow. And as we know, why we're all in real estate is because it's, you know, you can leverage it. 
mm-hmm. and uh, there's cash flow and, and everything else. And now you know, that deal turned into another, turned into mm-hmm. another. And now we have a multi-million dollar uh, real estate investment group mm-hmm. portfolio and it's changed our lives. I mean, we, That's awesome. we, we, we couldn't be where we are today without, if we didn't form and fund that investor tribe. That's, that's so awesome. Like this, your app itself sounds really awesome. Sounds like an all in one, you know, as for you guys investing in the real estate, there's a lot of different tasks and steps that you guys have, you guys have to be involved of, a part of in order to start your real estate project, LLC creation, finding money, finding partners. And it sounds like this is all in one. So awesome, awesome app. I can see how you're, you're so successful already. And I, I want to point out something else. Like you, you guys got together and you guys started small. You guys started small, but you guys drum big. You know, you guys started dreaming really big. And that's a really good lesson for everyone that's, li- that's listening right now is that you had to start somewhere, you know. It's like the most successful person you see right now, they started at somewhere, you know. So just just don't be afraid to start small and build your strong foundation. Because this foundation will be what you draw upon to grow bigger, you know. If your foundation is weak or you're afraid to start, then you'll never get to where you want to get to. So it's really important that you that you start small and think big. Yeah, no, no doubt. True words have never been spoken. I mean, I think we all make that that um, mistake of looking at these successful people, whether we're reading about them or listening to them on a podcast mm-hmm. or seeing them on TV or whatever it is, and you just yeah. assume they they just arrived. Yeah. And uh, the truth is, um, everybody had to learn. Everybody had to stumble. Everybody had to start small. And I, it's just, you know, it's true. We, we, we overestimate what we can do in a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we drastically underestimate what we can do in a decade. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if we can kind of put that in perspective, let's just, let's just do something achievable in that first mm-hmm. year and build on it. Yeah. That's another, another way of kind of saying what you just said. Definitely. And I, I think most people starting out in real estate are you know, they're most kind of fearful about finding the right partners. As you mentioned before, you know, you had, you have four partners. How did you find them? Like, how did you, who came up? I mean, obviously you, you said, you know, you guys met over beer, but like how, how did that trust form for you guys to like work together and pull money together and know that it will go in the right direction? A lot of people need help with partnerships. And can you give us some advice on that? Yeah. And, and quite frankly, you know, when people started hearing about the deals that we were doing, um, they said, wait a minute, how are you doing that? And then next, uh, you know, once they heard that we did it through a partnership in this manageable auto monthly contribution approach, mm-hmm. uh, they said, oh gosh, I have a tribe. Can you, can you help us form one too? Mm-hmm. And we, we really had to look in the mirror and say, gosh, what would we have done differently? Mm-hmm. And that's really what the, pro- the, pro- the platforms become. The mm-hmm. app is, it's, it's everything we would have done differently. All those mistakes that we made. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, it's so important that if you're going into a partnership that you do have that trust mm-hmm. and, um, and the, probably the biggest lesson is talk about the what ifs and what's next mm-hmm. up front. You know, more, more important than the rules are the rules up front, meaning let's agree on them while we're not emotional. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that when those what ifs do happen, you, it's not emotional. You just you look back at your operating agreement or your mm-hmm. tribe view dashboard and mm-hmm. you see, you know, what, 
you know, how did we say we were going to handle this? Okay, that's how we'll handle it. Um, so, you know, and really that's, that's what the, if there's anything that the, the, the TriVest app does, right? And mm-hmm. it does some really cool things. You can file for your LLC in all 50 states. You can create mm-hmm. your EIN. You can open up a business bank account, all streamlined, all online. The only app out there, I think, in the world that does that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all really, really cool things, right? And just the idea of having that all in one area as a, as a convenience mm-hmm. is super powerful. But when you boil it down, like, what is the magic of TribeVest? It's, mm-hmm. it's a neutral third party. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a safe place. It's transparency. It's accountability. Mm-hmm. It's making sure that you have agreed on all these things before you move forward. So like even people that are coming with their partners that they're like, Oh no, we're like, we're family or, you know, we're best buddies. Mm-hmm. We would never like, that's why you want to do it the right way. You want to mm-hmm. protect those relationships. Exactly. Uh, so Brian, I don't know if I answered your question, but no, you definitely did. You know, it's, it's a really good point to, to say that. And I think you also brought a really good point too. It's like, you want to protect your relationships I think there's a lot of times where you go into a business partnership and you're like, this is my best friend and I hate him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It all becomes about the money. Well, cause it, first yeah. of all, it's fun. Like you're there because you want to make money. You want to, you know, exactly. business is fun. Like doing deals is fun. Yeah. But that competitiveness, you really focus on that return on investment. Mm-hmm. And so the mistake that a lot of us make is we forget that way more valuable than that that return on investment is your relationship. And so we help with that. Like Mm -hmm. we help make sure that you keep that relationship the priority Mm -hmm. so that doing that, you know, figuring that finding the right deal and getting a return on investment together is fun. Yeah. I I like that. It's definitely protecting your relationships, you know, because things go sideways a lot. You, I think most people make a mistake that when they are creating the operating agreement, they're, they're overly optimistic about the, <laughs> about how things should be run, especially in conflict. You know, the mediation part, what do you do when you guys have an argument? Yeah, guys, please pay attention to that part. It, it will come into play. Whether you like it or not, or whether you think you're not going to have it or not, it's going to happen. You know, so. Yeah, and you just, and, and, and I think the other thing is, is, you know, when you're having those conversations without, say, a tri-best or a neutral third party. Yeah. You're either paying for a super expensive attorney, which is good if you can, if you that's like if that's in your wheelhouse, or you can do that. Yeah. But like if we're just sitting here talking and we're like talking about well, what happens when you know it's awkward, and then you just kind of default to, it you is. know, hey, we, we won't have to worry about that. Like the yeah, we're talking about yeah, well, make sure that you do cover those things, um, so that when they do happen, you're cool. You're like yeah. Oh, it's awesome. So let's dive deep into your background real quick. You know, you want to understand, like, we, did you come, like you mentioned before, you worked at Morgan Stanley for a little bit. Did you have any technical experience before you started this app or how this app come into progression? Like, how did you combine real estate and this app and be like, yo, guys, I know we're pulling money together now to invest, but now we're going to create an app. How did that progression happen? It was kind of this perfect storm over, over, you know, years. I mean, I think about like coming back to when I graduated and, you know, went to New York to be at Mm -hmm. Morgan Stanley, uh, realized that wasn't what it was all cracked up to be. Mm -hmm. I say I was saved by software. I went to work for a really great startup at the time. Now it's a billion dollars 
software company actually mm-hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio called Highland Software on base. Oh, yeah. And that was my first taste of technology. Mm-hmm. And, um, and from there, I was in fintech. So was working mm-hmm. with uh, banking apps. And ultimately, in 2016, I was at a, at a company called Jack Henry and Associates. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's a fintech that over 4,000 banks operate on, and that's their core. Mm-hmm. And then they also uh, have a company uh, division called Profit Stars, mm-hmm. and they sell all their technology to non-FIs or non-banks or non-credit unions. Mm-hmm. And I was heading up the strategic alliances and enterprise payments. Mm-hmm. So out there implementing uh, payments, uh, our group was working with companies like Acorns and you know seeing what they were doing in terms of the micro-investing, helping people become investors through, you know, disciplined, automatic ACH deposits, mm-hmm. right? Like, I didn't, oh, cool. I, I am, I'm an investor. I've never been in an investor. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know I was, this money was kind of coming out of my bank account, but I actually mm-hmm. own mutual funds or an ETF. Wow. And that, we love Acorns for that reason. But now to overlap it with my story and my tribe story, mm-hmm. When I was seeing that five years ago, I was like, wait a minute, we've been doing that for five years, mm-hmm. not, you know, two, three dollars a day or whatever it was, but five hundred dollars a month on an automatic you know, basis. Mm-hmm. And that's when light bulbs really started to come on. Like, you know what? There should be an app out there where you can come together with your group and you can each do manageable monthly contributions. Mm-hmm. And in six months, nine months, 12 months, you'll have the capital that you need. And a ton of options in real estate. You know, awesome. if you have the capital, you have all sorts of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's one rule of real estate, right? It takes money to make money, but in some cases, you don't have to use your own money to make money. <laughs> yeah. So let's tie it back into your real estate investment path. You know, like as you mentioned before, you guys pulled together money, you made your first investment the first year. What was this first investment, and what do you guys typically invest into now? Yeah, so uh, the first the first deal was a you know probably the classic path, right? Like mm-hmm. no real estate investment experience, but that was part of it. We wanted to learn to go together and grow together, mm-hmm. and um, and so we did a single family rental mm-hmm. and uh, learned a lot of hard lessons. You know, it wasn't a great deal, but it was our first deal, so mm-hmm. um, you know it was an important one. And uh, from there, we went on to do another single-family rental. Um, and then we, we, we started to get introduced to some people and got involved in a syndicate in Pasadena mm-hmm. where we're part of a physician's office there. Awesome. Uh, so rolling over uh, some of our deals, pulling out some of our equity to be mm-hmm. able to get into a syndicate opportunity where we were a limited partner. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so that was our first introduction to that type of investment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I moved back to Columbus, Ohio, I uh, started to get introduced to other developers around town mm-hmm. and uh, became, you know, a general partners in some pretty awesome deals here. We're part mm-hmm. of an apartment complex across the street from Ohio State University. And I know you're familiar with uh, Columbus. There's a yeah. really up and coming part of town called Franklinton where we own a, a six unit mixed use space there. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of hard lessons along the way, and um, and now um, we aren't going out there putting the, the deals together as much anymore. 
Mm-hmm. And but we've built up a tribe or a network of people that invite us in to these really, you know, sometimes really good deals. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so important to find your tribe too, because these tribes open up so much more doors, doors and opportunities for you. And you kind of have to be op- open to what you want too. You know, finding a tribe is one thing, but you have to be a little bit more self-aware of who you are and what you want to do. So you can tell your tribe, Hey, look, this is what I want to do. I'm pretty sure that when you work with them, you're like, Hey, I want to get more into real estate. I want to get more into development. And they're like, hey, Travis, I know this guy. I know this. I know that. You know, it's really important to not only find your tribe, but to find yourself first and, and have your tribe guide you to your goal. You know, that's so important. Yeah. Uh, you really hit on a lot of important points there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think about when we, when we were, when we had cap, we kind of figured out the capital problem first. Mm-hmm. And then when we realized we had some capital, we're like, gosh, how, like, how do we find a good deal? Mm-hmm. And it was, it, was, it was interesting that as soon as we started to communicate that, like get, get comfortable with the idea that we're, we're a real estate investor, even though we've never invested in real estate, we had capital, we were ready to. Mm-hmm. But just kind of putting that out to the universe um, opened up all sorts of conversations exactly. and opportunities that we, we would have never known if mm-hmm. we had kind of gotten comfortable with that yeah so we so we were to dive back into your business so did you guys make any pivots when you first started what was the first main idea of your business and how did you guys pivot and found your product market fit essentially to really grow your product yeah i you know just with your background you'll, you'll appreciate this i only have shared this with any other real estate interviews i've been on but mm-hmm. you know I like to tell this the story of our first our first client. Um, I had a, I had a buddy who was in uh, Pasadena, and he had heard about our group. Mm-hmm. We were just thinking about building the platform, so it, the idea was, well, let's build an offline MVP and you know see what happens. And um, they um, they said, listen, I'm part of this this social group. We actually all met at our kids preschool and the kids hit it off the parents hit it off and before they knew it they were hanging out on the weekends and birthday parties and things like that the dad started playing cards and watching football and things like you know and it became basically essentially a social club and he said listen we're playing cards there's 16 of us and i want to bring this idea of tribe best to them and i think we can get four or five people to come together and, and form an investor group Mm-hmm. I said, great, listen, you do that. I'll make sure I walk you through the whole thing. And um, he came back and he said, listen, I, I pitched it to the group and all 16 are in. Wow. And so the first thing we really that hit us over the head as we were building this was it's mostly about alignment. Like mm-hmm. how but the plan was before to get on a Zoom or a conference call and have four or five five people talk with me and mm-hmm. I talk them through it, you know, kind of like an attorney, even though I'm not, but just kind of <laughs> help them through it, consult mm-hmm. them through it. And, um, and then we had 16 and that's when one of our products was, was built, which is the tribe aligned. Mm-hmm. It's a 29 point um, uh, survey where each member comes in anonymously, right? Anonymously. It doesn't say Brian, you know, says this or Travis said this, but it showed how all 16 of them 
answered the same question and were they aligned? Mm -hmm. And it turned out that about 15 out of 16 of them were aligned and they ultimately went on and now they own a couple of apartment buildings. But, um, but yeah, that, that, that was a little bit of us finding our product market fit. Mm -hmm. And now of course that feature is all streamlined on, Mm -hmm. on a digital app. Yeah, I mean, for you guys to be able to find your product market fit that fast, it's it's a key reason why you guys have been so successful, you know? Because now a lot of people out there that kind of just run with an idea and kind of raise all the capital and just never have product validation. But you have product validation and then you scale. That's great. It's a great approach to running your business. So have to talk to yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of, you know, you being in San Francisco, a lot mm-hmm. of people think that, I always say that, you know, we kind of did it backwards, mm-hmm. but it feels right. It felt, it felt right to kind of build it like that. And yeah. I think we're in a good, good spot as a result of it. Definitely. So we want to learn a little bit more about you. So what is your biggest source of motivation and what do you do to things you do? And you're so darn awesome at it, you know, so we want to learn more about you. Right on. Thank you. Um, you know, you know, I, what motivates me mm-hmm. is, um, freedom um, you know, I think, you know, going back to when my, um, my tribe decided to come together to pull capital, mm-hmm. uh, it was during the financial crisis, right? And, you know, my uncle, uh, who had always worked for all these amazing companies actually out of Silicon Valley, HP, and, uh, and just had the best jobs. Mm-hmm. He was 55 years old. And um, during the last recession, you know, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. he lost his job and was unemployable at the age of 55. Mm-hmm. And that scared the heck out of me. Because mm-hmm. um, we've always been told, you know, go to school, get good grades, mm-hmm. uh, get a good job, retire and die gracefully kind of thing. And, <laughs> you know, that promise won't hold true at all. Yeah. And it, plus, it's not any fun. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I'm super motivated by owning my own future. Mm-hmm. I'm super motivated by, um, you know, creating my own future. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the best way to predict it is, of course, to create it. So Definitely. anyway, yeah, that's a big motivator for me. And, and legacy, you know, I want to I leave an impact on, on my family mm-hmm. and, um, and the world. Yeah, I, I, like, I like that approach a lot, you know, because... I, I think more more so than ever, we're breaking out of the traditional mode that, hey, you have to work nine to five, retire at 55, retire at 65, actually, <laughs> you know, and typically you're not in control of your own destiny. That's a problem, you know, because when you start looking at, you know, the 401k stuff and you realize like the returns on that over the course of like 20, 30, 40 years isn't great. It's not great at all. I, I think the projection is, by the time you retire, you have $1 million to retire with. And, you know, life expectancy is much longer than that now. Like, how do you, I mean, realistically, the cost of living is much higher. Inflation is much bigger now. $1 million, depends on where you live, it's not going to last you for like 20, 30 years. <laughs> you know? So that, that's, a, that's a huge fear. And it's really great that you're taking control of that right now. That you're like, hey, enough of that. Let me take control of my own life, my own destiny. So I know with a peace of mind that I'm doing something that I know is impactful for others, that you're going to leave a legacy in the world. And best of all, you have fun doing it, taking care of your own financial future. 
you know, that's super important to hear. Yeah, I think there's, you know, there's something that is human instinct too about that. This this yearning to grow, and um, you know, so and that's why what you're doing is so important. I, like multiple streams of income mm-hmm. used to be really really hard. Mm-hmm. Like actually, t- even 12 years ago, when my brothers and I formed my uh, my tribe first was mm-hmm. it was hard. Like we didn't there was no Airbnb, you know, which is is a really incredible tool. Uh, you know, there was no Uber. I mean, you think about all the technology platforms out there. Mm-hmm. And really, they're all different ways now to create a new source of income. And if you really want to think about it, they're all mini businesses. They're really all micro businesses. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I see the future, I see, you know, well, if I look back and then go to the future, I think of my parents, you know, they had one job throughout their career. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have six and my, the next generation will have six at a time. Mm-hmm. And that sounds terrible, but it's awesome. As long as you're not working six, 40 hours a week jobs, which doesn't add up, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, can you create a little bit of a business here? Mm-hmm. And as you know, you, you have those passive income streams coming in mm-hmm. by being really good at what you're doing. But the thing about unlocking that potential for everybody is just thrilling. Yeah. That's the reason why, that's the reason why I started a podcast. You know, I have awesome guests like you on. So you want to listen to these type of stories. So you want to, you want to educate more people to show them like, Hey, like you can do it too. And like you mentioned before, like now is the best time to have passive income, especially given the COVID-19 situation, you're going to need to diversify your income. You know, you're going to need other streams of income coming in. If you, are relying on just your job if unemployment rates rapidly increasing right now around the united states you know you're kind of in a tough position you know and it's like you mentioned before it takes money to make money why not use your job that you have right now to make more money you know save that up to go on tribe best you know find your tribe to invest into real estate take that money um to put into other things it's so we live in, in a digital age where it doesn't really matter where you are in order for you to make money. Only thing that's stopping you is you. You know, that's the only thing that's stopping you is your mindset and your fear and sometimes the people you hang out with. <laughs> so you got to find that strong tribe that, that fits your new mindset of who you want to be. You have to find your sum of five, you know. And we live in an awesome age where you can find your sum of five online. It doesn't have to be people you see on a daily basis. Like you go to you go to your gym, you go to you know, your local bar. It doesn't have to be those people. You can go into online forums, you can go and tribe, you just find people that will mentor you. And what you realize is if you don't ask, you don't get. You know, most people out there are afraid to ask. But what the, what you realize is people are more generous with their time and knowledge than you think they are. The only thing stopping you is you, really. And that's that's the generation that we live in right now. Brian. You said it. I love it. Yeah, this is the golden age. Mm-hmm. And you hit on a lot of things there, but you know, we're running out of excuses, guys. Like exactly. we have all the tools we need. Mm-hmm. And it really does come down to mindset. And it will is. you will you take that initiative? Mm-hmm. And uh because it's there. Um it's there. You have the tools, you have the resources mm-hmm. more more now than ever. So what kind of advice would you give someone just starting out in the industry right now? 
I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of follow on to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know, people ask me, you know, what's the most important thing to forming a successful investor group? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of important things to do, and you want to make sure you do it right, whether it's mm-hmm. on TriBest or not it's on TriBest. But by far, the most important step for every investor group on our platform mm-hmm. was the first one. Mm-hmm. was the first step where they said, listen, let's come together and let's start to put a manageable monthly contribution in mm-hmm. and start to build capital. Mm-hmm. And it's an easy first step because you're not even committed at that point. You're just starting to put money aside together saying, hey, let's really take a really big first step here. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, my advice is, you know, to take that first step, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be an investor group, Yeah. whatever else you're working on, but take that first mm-hmm. step. It's the hardest. It is. Yeah. It's, it's so much easier to take that first step and then keep going and then look back and be like, whoa, how'd that happen? You know, it's, it's always, it's always better to, to go that route because it makes more sense. Cause as you're first starting out, you're like, I'm taking my first step, but I don't know if, which, which direction I'm going to head towards. What am I going to do? It's funny because as you move and as you keep grinding, you figure out what, what makes you happy, you know? And the beauty of businesses is that if you don't like someone, you don't have to work with them. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's not like you're forced to partner with them like a job or something, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's, that's it's the immer- immersive learning, right? It's the only way I've, I've ever really learned mm-hmm. is by, by immersing myself. And exactly. It's fulfilling. It's super fulfilling. It is, it is. What kind of favorite books, podcasts, or other mediums do you draw inspiration from? Gosh, uh, so, uh, you know, really big into the startup software business right now. Mm-hmm. Um, loving, um, you know, Mindset was, was a big impactful book for me mm-hmm. going way back. Uh, going back to Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a, was a big impactful book for for me um let's see uh the one i'm reading about right now is uh seth godin's uh this is marketing Mm -hmm. uh incredible book if you're marketing anything which we all are Mm -hmm. uh so that's a good one Mm -hmm. and um yeah my my inspiration um you know comes from listening to other people's stories i mean talking Mm -hmm. to you uh, it's just this constant reminder that, you know, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we are, are, the only thing we have limiting ourselves is our, our self-limiting beliefs, exactly. which, which by the way, is, was an awesome book, another awesome book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The Big Leap. Okay. I don't know if you've heard that one or not, mm-hmm. but you would love it, Brian, just from talking <laughs> to you. But it, it talks about how even as somebody as, you know, as aware as you are, mm-hmm. we still have a lot of self-limiting beliefs that are holding us back that exactly. we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just a really fun book. You, you would love it. Definitely. I'll make a note of that. I'll definitely order right after this call. <laughs> hey, um, if, you were, if you were done any, anything differently in your career, like your real estate, your tech career, what would you have done differently? You know, no regrets. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I even, I even, I'm even what, like wondering if I would have done things sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I would, I would, I would say I, I wish I would have t- 
taken a leap earlier. Um, I wish I would have, um, you know, spoken up earlier, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. I wish I would have taken action earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but other than that, um, no, no regrets. And uh, I guess the, the big, the big one was to turn into a business now is mm-hmm. I wish I would have uh, aligned with my partners uh, before we started doing business together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now, now there's an app called tribe Best that helps you do that. <laughs> You're solving your own need. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you are your own customer. That's how you know your pain points, right? No doubt. Definitely. Hey, so what's the best way for our listeners to find out more about you and contact you? Check us out at tribevest.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign up. Uh, anybody uh, that's uh, part of this, uh, this audience, you can reach out to us on the contact us or uh, contact at tribevest.com. Mm-hmm. And if you mention this show, uh, we'll, we'll hook you up with a free concierge service if you want to check it out. The platform is completely free. Mm-hmm. Uh, even You can even start pulling capital together. Mm-hmm. Uh, right up to the time you, you open up a business bank account. So awesome. uh, anyway, check it out. It, it's uh, would love to get your guys' feedback. But tribebest.com, tribebest, at tribebest at Twitter, at uh, tribebest on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find all that stuff on, on the website. Awesome. I'll include that all in the show notes, guys. Thank you, Travis, for being on the show. I appreciate it. Brian, I'm so glad to be here. Such a such an awesome conversation, mm-hmm. and I look forward to seeing you when I'm in uh, San Francisco. And yep. I hope you'll come uh, look me up when you're you're checking on your properties in Columbus. Let's do it. We'll meet up. Can't <laughs> Thanks, wait. Guys.